Hi guys, Colin Kelly here, executive producer of Rotoviz Radio and co-host of the Rotoviz Overtime Podcast with Sean Siegel. We are closing in on 200 episodes and it's competition time, but more on that in just a moment. I want to let you know as a loyal podcast listener, as always, you can save yourself 10% off a road of his NFL pass. All you need to do is enter that code RVRadio2021 at checkout on the website or go to roadofis.com forward slash podcast for more information. You can get all the access to all of the great tools on the site, all of the content, get yourself ready to win your fantasy championships this upcoming season. I mentioned competition time. Well, now here's the news. 200 episodes coming up here for myself and Sean. We're giving away some Rotoviz subscriptions. It's super simple to enter. Just drop a five-star review for Rotoviz Overtime on your favorite podcast app for a chance to win. The top prize is a three-month subscription and an appearance on a future Rotoviz Overtime podcast to get to talk with myself and Sean. Already have a Rotoviz subscription? Thank you for that. But don't worry, if you win, we'll add it on to your current subscription. So what are you waiting for? Drop that review today for the Road of His Overtime podcast. And of course, when you're there, drop a rating for today's show as well that you're listening along to. Thanks as always for being a loyal podcast listener on Road of His Radio. Enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I'm your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. And I am being joined by Evan. You can find him on Twitter at eCheney69. What's up, man? I am so mesmerized by our new graphic. Right? No, I was screwing around with it. It's nice. It's nice having the little uh, headphones kind of... What? There you go. All that whooshing. I love it. I like the whoosh. I do like the whoosh. I'm a fan of the whoosh. I whoosh, I whoosh because I can. The people who are listening, yeah. The people who are listening are obviously like, what the, what the hell are you people yeah, talking well, about? But, you know, you got to get on the stream. You got to got to chat it up with yeah. us. You know. Um. All right. I'm gonna enter this, uh, this dollar draft here. We will be the fourth of six. Um. So it should uh should start. Should start shortly. Um, did you enjoy your week off? Did you play any of the team event or nah? I I don't know the strategy with with the with the pairings like that. I don't know. I, I kind of laid low a little bit in, in my volume in my golf volume last week. Um, yeah, but I I was just kind of following the Chess Glover <laughs> tandem. Obvious. Obviously. The fact that they were paired the fact that they were paired together is very fitting. So I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, that was nice for you. Um yeah, also, I didn't Yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say um Maverick McNeely, his his music for Saturday was like a, a high school marching band. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. That was kinda that was interesting. I want to know the backstory behind that before I kind of say anything else. Yeah, I was going to say, watch it be like some like super nice thing that he did for somebody and you're just going to like shit on it. <laughs> I'm not shitting on it. I was just like, you know, all these people have like rap music and some rock music. And this guy's got a high school marching band. And I'm like, all right. It's different. Yep. Different strokes, man. Different strokes. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't place a Hell bet. Yeah. I didn't I didn't build a lineup. 
Um, I literally did nothing. I don't even, I didn't even watch it. I didn't even put it on. I, uh, I was just like, you know what? I need to need to unplug and, uh, and just chill a little bit. So I did not play any of it. Um, I saw that Cam and, and Leishman won, obviously. So that was nice. Um, I don't really take a whole lot from it. Kind of like the match play where like, great. If somebody played well, awesome. If they played poorly, awesome. Like, I don't, I don't really pay much attention to it because it's just a totally different, it's a totally different animal. Like there's no point in weighting it too heavily. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There might be some recent form stuff you can get out of it. It's kind of it, right? So, yeah. How's our That's How's our cool. lobby? How's our lobby filming out here? It is still four of six. I didn't tweet it though, so let me tweet it. Um, yeah, tweet it out. We'll get We'll get two two warm bodies, right? Yeah, maybe. Am I like super laggy right now? It's a little bit, not too bad. This is brutal. Um, I'm like, I'm just like chopping. Happens, um, you know? Yeah, I know, but it shouldn't. Um, all right. Yeah. So I'm tweeting out the link now. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're talking about Valspar this week, obviously. Um, a familiar course, right at, at the Copperhead, uh, course at Innisbrook. It's a par 71. Um, lot of less than driver available so um not necessarily a a bomber's paradise um any any stat stuff that you think we should uh we should mention i would say you know weight driving accuracy or if you're looking at something like fantasy national weigh the fairways and good drives gained a little more heavily than normal because mm-hmm. um, this course is definitely going to favor accurate drivers Right, so right. even of even amongst the top players in this field, um, it might be why I, I'm I'm assuming Corey Connors and Answer are going to be chalky as of right now. Yeah, um, and it justifies them being chalk because if you do sort, you know, last six months worth of rounds for those two golfers, they are numbers one and two in good drives gained in this field. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the course fit is great for them. It obviously comes down to a game theory play, you know, whether or not you end up using them. But yeah, answer answer. Yeah. I think will be a little answer will be a little bit lower owned. I have met like uh, a shade under 10 percent right now. Um, Connors is I have him over 25 percent. So, yeah. um, I mean, he's been playing I'd well rather too. Play answer then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to play the cheaper guy who's lower owned. Yeah, I'd rather. Um, but I mean, both have played bold strategy. Yeah, <laughs> both have played fine, right? I mean, obviously Corey Connors' per, uh, recent performances stand out because every yeah. tournament he's played after the Genesis, he's gone top fifteen or better, um, which is good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, there right? we go. We with, filled. Yeah, and then with answer too, it's like it's not even that bad, right? The, he also missed the cut of the Genesis, but then, you know, top 25 performances in most of these other tournaments. Since. So it's like, yeah, they're both fine. Yep. All right. We got, uh, we got 40 seconds here before the draft starts. We got two. And we are number two. So 
whoever JT or DJ, I would imagine, would be the situation. I would assume, right? <laughs> I actually, worth noting, yeah. I, I put it in the article this week uh, on Rotoviz. Um, I have I have JT a good like third of a stroke better than everybody in the field this week. Um, uh, a third of a stroke per round, I should say. Um, better than even DJ. So, uh, if how if, does he? Yeah. No, go ahead. No, so I'm just saying, like, how does he stand out like that much more? What? What does he have? I mean, it's it's at? just the you know obviously his his combination of greens and regulation. He's probably depending on how you look at it. Um, I can't imagine he would fall out of the, the top like three in this field, um, regardless of, of time frame. All right. So he, Justin Thomas went, so I guess we'll go DJ. You go DJ. That's yeah, not, um, yeah. So like just from, from a pure ball striking perspective, I think that it's just incredibly hard to argue with Justin Thomas in general. So, um, yeah, I mean he's he's he has been good for a long time. He's been good recently, right? Like he he checks all of the boxes for everything. So, um, well, here's whereas... the thing too: the two the two most important stats you're looking at going into this are off the tee and approach. If we're just looking at like the traditional strokes gain stats, right? And like DJ has a slight edge in off the tee play, but JT's dominating him on approach. Like it's not even close. Right, so yeah, I can I can I can understand that for sure. The fact that Corey yeah. Connors didn't go until six is kind of interesting. Yeah, so it went after us. It went Reed, Hovland, Casey, Connors, M, Ustazen. We're up in a couple picks here. Um, yeah. Paul I wouldn't Casey hate. Yeah, Casey went. Nice. I wouldn't hate getting answer here, like you mentioned already. I wouldn't hate Kokrak here either. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm higher on answer this tournament for sure. So if he's still available, Scotty yeah, Shepard's actually good. He's a good yeah, was, if you can get him. I was going to say, I'm assu- yeah, and then he just went. I was going to say, I'm assuming he's going to go. So I didn't even like bother mentioning him, but yeah. Um, and then Neiman went. So, all right, you want to go answer then? Yeah, let's go answer. Easy game. He'll probably is, uh, blow up on Friday. <laughs> this is great, too, because if some auto picks, they're going to get stuck with Patton. So this will be nice. Another uh, another nice little perk of <laughs> of doing the snake drafts is that if people are just mass entering and not actually drafting, uh, you do you do run into these every once in a while. And then like you're automatically it's a five man. Uh, it's a five. I should say person five person league um unless yeah, you know you unless you have it pre-done um yeah. all right so what do you think here i i personally would like to go hoffman um i don't have any problem with that yeah I, I just i just feel like he's been hot he has um he has a good fit for here you know he's not a guy that's gonna completely bomb it off the tee, but he'll find fairways. He'll stay out of trouble for the most part um, and hit some greens. So I'm good with that. Um, 
damn, these people that are that are auto picking must have dropped Hatton down to uh, to the end of their end of their queue there. Well, DraftKings oh. also might just not let them. No, them. I've seen I've seen them go. Okay. Let's see. All right, so we're up in a couple picks here. I mean, Grio would I, I would like Grio personally. Yeah, Bubba went. Yeah, I mean, his game fits well here, right? He's gaining strokes off the tee. He's losing him around the green, but that's not terribly yeah. important this week. Yeah, I mean, he, he hits enough greens where that's not like a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's go Grio. Grio's fine. And then... We don't have any knuckleheads this week. Trying to I like know, it's a bummer. Drafts. And... uh and we almost lost to that that person that threw it because Chris Kirk actually went pretty did pretty well and he was the first pick that week. So I guess he knew. Whoever drafted yeah. Chris Kirk knew. All right, so Nod um, just went to. So now we're looking at Gooch, Davis. We always draft Davis. I feel like Atlanta. I don't mind. Well, there's a guy at 27 who's kind of interesting. Yeah. Do we have to? I. We can do whatever you want, but. I mean, wouldn't you rather Cam Davis? I yes, I'd rather Cam Davis for yeah, points, so, but yeah, in terms of the so brand. Yeah, I yeah. don't care about your brand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got one more after this. Um, what's interesting about Gooch? Taylor Gooch and Doug Gim actually stick out. Because, I mean, Doug Gim, I think more so, because he's 11th in this field right now in good drives gained. That works. And 10th in fairways gained. So, like, he's doing well off the tee. Right. I The other parts of his game are kind of, they're average. They're not, for what, I mean, for what he is, in terms of, like, actual, D, like, not, what am I trying to say? The more classic style of DFS. Like, for that format, he fits great. Right. Let's see. All right, Glover finally went, so we don't have to do that again. All right, what are you thinking here? Um... Man, got... there's a lot. I have Man, no idea. I don't idea. think we want to scroll too, too much. I mean, nah. I, I don't mind... Um... I don't mind Lanto, to be totally honest. Yeah, no, he's not bad. This game's fine right now. Yeah, and I mean he can go he Lanto. can get yeah, let's go Lanto. He can he can get some get some birdie streaks going and um he is uh What was that? I have no idea. So Something in my house is kind of like squeaking. Oh, no, it sounded like a person. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got to figure that out later on. That was weird. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so let's let's stay in here. Uh, yeah. So our our team ended up DJ answer Hoffman, Grio, Davis, and Lanto. I like that a lot. I think that's a solid. I think that's a solid. Yeah. Solid squad there. Yeah, no, I mean, 
this is definitely going to be even if we built that lineup for uh like a normal DraftKings lineup, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, for sure. Not at all. Um, so did good there. See. I just wanted to see how the team ahead of us ended. So, uh, the the team out of the one spot went JT, and then went Kokrak, Rose, Burns, Non, Woodland. I don't really like. I'm not in love with that team, mostly because of Rose. I just don't like Rose. Um, let's see what else we got. Yeah, I think we're I think we're pretty live here. Um, I'm not I'm not feeling these other teams. Yeah, they're butt. All right, we got this one, so that's good. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's continue uh, just talking for for a couple minutes here about some of the other um, you know potentially potentially popular plays this week. I did run the um, the first like iteration of my ownership projections. It's just. It's just from the model without me tweaking anything. So obviously these numbers are uh, going to change a little bit. But um, right now for the top five owned, I have Connors. Like I mentioned earlier, he's uh, all the way up at the top. Then Kokrak, Chris Kirk, Reed, and Justin Thomas. As far as just like raw ownership, um, those are those are the top five guys. And then uh, Casey Glover is actually going to be pretty popular. And Hoffman are all up there as well. So um, anybody anybody stick out to you there that you are particularly interested in or interested in fading? I'm intrigued as to how Lucas Glover is all of a sudden chalk. Well, I mean, they saw they saw the domination in the team event last week, and uh, obviously, you want to roster Glover as often as possible. Because that normally that normally gives us like winning lineups. I can certainly agree with that. Well, I mean, he's he's what he's seventy seven hundred. He hasn't had bad performances lately. He's a nineteenth at the Honda, fourth at Valero, and thirty third at RBC. It's not terrible. Yeah. No, it's not. And those those last two tournaments, I mean, he's gained a combined. A seven point two strokes off the tee, so I, it's not crazy. It's not crazy to go Lucas Glover this week. Um, I kind of have questions with the accuracy because yeah. I mean he's never been terribly accurate off the tee, but I don't know. It can work. I hope it works. I hope for my brand that it works. So. Yeah, I mean, as as far as like price, I think that he's he would be fine in an alternate universe that, you know, he's not going to be like 15 percent owned, but just pushing 15, 16 percent. I don't know. That's hard to get behind. Like there I love about yeah, I love about golf DFS. What do you got is what constitutes chalk? Because like the two main sports that I play, well, two of the three. Um, between UFC and NASCAR, if someone's fifteen percent owned, like that's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. That's that's a low owned guy, or in in the in the UFC. Well, yeah, but UFC, it's there's like there's like fourteen people, like there's a hundred fifty people in the field this week. Twenty, good, yeah. 
but still, I'm just like, I don't know. It, to me, it's always great. Like when I see people complaining about bad chalk and it's like bad chalk going off and it's like this 15% of golfer, I'm just like, people, wow. people or Saul Goodman. Well, I try not to name names. I don't care. I try to be nice. Listen, who cares? <laughs> What's he going to do? Send me a mean joke. Like, I don't care. That's true. <laughs> I'll send you a mean gif. Yeah, was he going to retweet something of mine? Look out. <laughs> uh, he's a fun oh, guy sometimes. No, I know. He's he's actually one of the uh, of the like trolly people that I find funny. Like there are a lot of of just awful quote unquote trolls. Um, but he's he's one of the, he's one of the solid ones. I do find a lot of his stuff funny. Yeah. Um, Hmm. But yeah. anyway, like whatever. Back to you know, back to the tournament. Um, you don't want to keep talking about trolls on Twitter. I mean, we could. We could certainly talk about that all night. But uh, I think actually another good point about Grio is that he's six. He's gaining the six most most strokes. Uh, good drives gained in this field. So it makes sense at eighty three hundred. Yeah, and I mean it's as always, right? It's um, the biggest, the biggest meme in DFS golf. If he can just putt, um, that's what we said about Decky, and then Decky won the Masters. That's true. Um, and Grio, I mean, his lows are, as far as putting goes, are, have to be as low as as Decky, maybe worse sometimes. Yeah. Let's take a look back at his performances. I just want to see how bad we're talking. Yeah, I mean, he had a good putting week at RBC, gets yeah. second. Right. And then Exactly. <laughs> you have something like that, but then when he when he's when his putter's off, it's just a mess. Yeah. He'll miss the cut just because of his putter. Like not even Decky can do that. He'll at least make the cut. Yeah. And make you think, oh, he can shoot a good Saturday or oh he can shoot a good Sunday. Yeah, I think but, I think yeah. that comes I think that comes down to his um short game, like you mentioned before, right? Like Decky, um for as bad of a putter as he is, he does have a decent short game. Like he he can get it up and down when he misses the greens. Um Honestly, his problem is when he hits greens and he's too far away. <laughs> that's that's his bigger issue. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but he can hit it close. You know, like he's he's a he's a decent sand player. We saw him play really well uh, out of the sand at the Masters. And Grio kind of doesn't doesn't really have a ton of short game in his bag. He's a little like Hovlandy, where like he he goes through these streaks of oh all right he's starting to figure it out and then he just looks like you know like a, a guy who shoots in like the high 80s <laughs> so just well, the, the kids would call it dog water kids would call it what now dog water dog water yeah dog water like That's, w-a-t-e-r uh, i've yeah. never heard that in my life You've never what heard that dog mean? water? You work with kids. Dog water? Yeah, that's I mean that's that's at least the term us us young people use to to call uh, someone bad at something. 
dog water. I'm, I just want to make yeah. sure I'm understanding this. D O G W A T E R. Yeah. Dog water. Yeah. And so, like, use it in a sentence. Like, is it a. Like, is, yeah. Go ahead. I don't know. Like, in the case of our example here, we could say Grio's, Grio's putter's dog water. Or. Okay. Or when I'm talk when I'm playing with someone on Fortnite, I'd be like, "Oh, you're dog water," because I just shot you. Okay. Dog water. <laughs> it's probably the worst. It's probably the worst thing that's ever been said on a DFS podcast. I'm not. I'm not sure. I understand. Like, why is like dog water like because like if you drank it, it would be bad. Like, is that? It can mean whatever you want it to mean. No, I just dogs like to because dogs like to go number two in weird places, man. But that would be dog shit, right? Like that would like then yeah, I but... understand the term dog shit. Like if you're dog shit at something, I get that. I've just never heard um the water part. Well the <laughs> So yeah, I mean if we want to do a quick a quick diversion. No, please. Urban I mean dictionary. listen. I, I, I think Urban that dictionary. I think that this is important. Yeah. <laughs> No, Urban Dictionary defines dog water as dog water is a gaming way of saying trash. Okay. So that's so it's a gaming thing. thing. It's not a kid thing. Well, the kids are playing games. Yeah. So in turn, the kids are saying dog water. It's the in it's the transitive property. Hmm. Because I like the... A equals B. B equals C, so A equals C. Right beautiful that is what that means um hang on i have to i have to i have to share this for the (laughs) for the people so urban dictionary right yeah um my favorite is the activity uh it's a very recent term all all the way (laughs) the first uh the first appearance was december 2020 of it so um i don't i don't really feel no, no, no. I, I, I don't mean it's, it in... It's just saying now. Right. I don't mean it in like a... Like, you're... Whatever. I, I just... I'm I'm glad that it's not something that's been around for like five years. And I'm like, I, I've never heard that before. Like, that would yeah. make me feel bad. Like, this is... We're talking about a term that's like three months older than my newborn. So, like, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not like that. I'm not that upset about it. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I'm glad I'm back. glad I learned it though. I mean yeah. now I want to know like a, maybe we should do like a segment every week where you teach me like a new term from I Urban could. Dictionary. <laughs> I think that I think we need to do that. Um I can certainly translate some lingo from iRacing. From what? iRacing. The a racing ra- simulator? Oh, I racing. I thought you said yeah. I raisin, like like yeah, a raisin, no, I, like a dried up grape. No. Okay. I mean, well, um, that could be the next big game. You don't know. People are okay. weird. Yeah. Aren't we talking about golf or something? Wasn't this a golf yeah. show at one point? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, if anybody's still, if anybody's still listening to this, I guess we could talk about the, our bets for the week. <laughs> God bless. If you're still listening at this point. Um, yeah, like only only the real ones are, are listening right now. 
Um, and they're going to get the winners, so good on you. Um, all right, outright card for me this week. I have Hoffman, uh, Sungjae, Tringali, and Burns. Those are my those are my four. I split. Uh, well, I have I have Sungjae as an each way, so um, he you know I have him for a top five as well. So between those five, technically five bets, I split a unit between those five, all to win. Uh, eight units. Is Corey Connors still twenty-two to one? Um, he's probably lower by now. He, I, because that's really I, bad of true. I've seen. I think. I think bet three six five. If you're like desperately trying to bet him, has uh plus two thousand. But everywhere else is in the teens, as far as I know. Yeah, because I was gonna say like twenty-two to one is bad. That's a bad line. I think that was FanDuel's opening line. That's why I say that. FanDuel was um, drunk this week, by the way. I noticed that. I'm looking at a few of their opening lines, and it's kind of bad. It, it seems like there's been there's been a book each week that has like completely overvalued the top of the board and has just like just opened up so much value um, in every market with like slightly longer, like mid mid range to longer shots where like this week I have eight top 20 bets just because like, and five of them are from FanDuel. They, they were like, I have Hoffman at 270, which was pretty much on market Gooch and Davis at plus 410 which i mean they're like uh significantly lower elsewhere uh evr because i just i just absolutely cannot stop with that guy um and i need to i need to just martingale him until uh until it works (laughs) i'm still salty from the back injury he had at last year's masters yeah that was bad that's understandable Um, you want to talk like about an interesting? Oh, no! I was Go just ahead. gonna say, like he's he's plus three hundred or plus three fifty everywhere else, and he's plus four fifty at Fanduel. And then yeah. the same thing with um, it was Lanto. Or Lanto was a little bit more in line, but I I showed a lot of value with him on the sim. Um. So go ahead, and then I'll I'll give my other three from DraftKings. Well, I, I mean, I want to make a point first in terms of the books. Yeah. You want to talk about a really bad book? I mean, a, a book that doesn't know how to set the lines. Fox Bet. Fox Bet, I don't know if they've set a good line yet for any sport that I've played them on. I really don't think so. Like, golf, I've seen some crazy stuff. UFC is outright disrespectful, some of the lines they put out. Um, and I found one here. With uh, Keegan Bradley, as tilting as that may possibly be, at seventy to one. Now, he obviously, like, he's going to be. Oh, well, at DraftKings, he's eighty to one. He's eighty. Yeah, I thought seventy was even like egregious. He's eighty on DraftKings. Yep, that's bad. Points bet too. That's really bad. 
I mean, get it he's, there then. He's higher than that at Penny. Well, Pinnacle actually knows how to set a line. So I guess I'm just wrong. I don't know. <laughs> my, I just perceive Keegan as better than 70 to 1 this week. Because despite his tilting nature as a player, he fits this course quite well in terms of his driving accuracy. Yeah. So he's not crazy at 70 to 1. Right? And and even obviously if you can get him at better odds than that, you know, more power to you. Right? But I don't know. You want to hear what I make him? What's that? I make him 170 to 1. That's just wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> That's just not right. I, I don't know. I don't want to he, question him, but just he just I, I feel like he's at least a 50 to 1 shot. He is sandwiched. He's sandwiched right between. Uh, let's see. Hudson Swafford. And. Mark Hubbard. In my sim. I can't. I can't. I, I just, he seems like he's much better than that for this. Maybe. Week. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I've talked about this a lot in general. I like the, the way that I rate golfers and what feeds the sim is pretty reliant on uh, last hundred rounds as sort of like a, you know, like as a baseline. Um, so when you when you go back a hundred rounds for Keegan, you're probably talking about what all the way back to last year. I would imagine what he played twenty two events last year, and he's played eight events so far this year. So probably probably at least back to the restart, um, which has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It has seven missed cuts in there. Like we're not. Um, I'm not saying that that's how he's playing right now. Cause obviously he's, he's turned it around and he's had what a few, a few top 25s. I think he even had a top 10 a few weeks ago. Um, so I, I get the, I get the argument for it, but I just, I am, if I'm betting uh, and not talking about DraftKings, like if I'm betting, I need the sim to to show value or else I would just start making whatever the hell plays I felt like making and that wouldn't go well for anybody. Yeah. Um so then my my last three um for top twenties sort of just like just complete bombs. They're all seven hundred or or longer on DraftKings. I have a play on Ry- Sam Ryder, um Wierenski and Hagee. Um and that's like, yeah, plus 700, plus 700 and plus 1200. So not like I'm not like I'm banking on those. I have like a quarter of a unit split between those three. But, um, you know, just uh, that's that's the entirety of my card as of right now. I've been I've been getting my dick kicked in on matchups. So I haven't really been playing many full tournament matchups. Um, I don't know if you wanted to look at a look through a few of those before we get out of here. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody we haven't really talked about that we should talk about. Who, who are we missing? 
Um, let me go through a list of names here. See if we're missing anyone like huge. I mean, did we talk Paul Casey all that much? No, we didn't. We probably Even should. He won here last time. Yeah, well, I mean, then obviously he's just going to win again. So, <laughs> um, I mean, of course, because of course, history through the roof. He's he's minus one thirty, or I'm sorry, he's plus one eleven to Corey Connors minus one thirty. Um, he's he's basic. Oh, this is wild. He on Bovada right now. He has the same line against Corey Connors that he does against DJ. Who, Casey? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. And it's only five cents off of his line. Yeah, Bovada. Bovada. I can't. How is that possible? Uh, Plus one, yeah. All right. Well, I I will if if you are not limited to peanuts at Bovada, um, I would be I would be taking Dustin Johnson uh, in that head to head, <laughs> even at minus one forty. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's really, completely yeah. absurd. I. That's very strange. That has to be a typo. Um, it's an expensive typo for them if that's the case. He's plus he's plus one twenty five. So so Bovada is obviously valuing uh, JT quite a bit more because he's he's plus one twenty five against Casey and plus one ten against these other bozos, Connors and and DJ. Um, and then he they have him. Uh, plus one hundred five against Hoblin. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the range there that they have that they have him in. That's really interesting though. How the fuck? Like who who is making this line? It had to have moved. Like who's making this line where they're like, no, we definitely need Connors. Be the same. As DJ. Okay, so yeah, no, none of it makes sense. I give up. Connor's opened at minus one thirty against him. And DJ opened minus one forty, so it moved it moved ten cents, and the the DJ line hasn't moved. But I still think that that's absurd. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah, so if you have Bovada, I would suggest betting that. Um, let's see for our our offshore friends if there's our other offshore friends at Bet Online. See if there's anything interesting there. No, their lines have been have been uh, almost like one to one with my with my model. I've I've found like no value 
lately at Bet Online. Um, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not entirely sure, but um, yeah, not not crazy about that. But but Casey Casey, I think is uh, like a very easy um, DraftKings fade. I think he's going to become more popular as the week goes on, and I think that um, I'd rather. If I really wanted exposure to him, I'd rather just bet like a top ten and and be fine with with that like hedge. Yeah, I agree with you on that. All right, man. I think that wraps it up. We will be back next week, uh, once again, same time, and uh, make sure. Again, not that anybody's still listening, but make sure make sure uh that you check out my uh my twitter during the the tournament this week i will be debuting the uh model over at ftn um for showdown purposes so make sure you check that out uh and make sure you're following along with both of us on twitter and we will talk soon